Number eight, know the nationhood mantra. And the nationhood mantra is A, research our own experience. B, absorb what is useful. C, reject what is useless. D, add what is specifically our own. In other words, understand what a black African epistemology is. I don't know. I don't know, big bro. I mean, seven and eight is kind of is kind of fighting each other with with me because number eight is strong it's strong because it got so much in it the, the like researching our own experience that's where we can look back into Kemet back into the the uh the, uh, the what is it shit I got all these names going in my head I can't even think of none of them but the, the I know what you're women, talking about the, the homie women warriors you know what i'm saying all that stuff how like yeah we're the creators of mathematics we we found the first constellations all of this is beautiful what the fuck that got to do with today though what we find in now right <laughs> and then and, and, and that's where to reject what is useless like why are we talking about some shit you can't walk around calling everybody kings and queens. we have to stop this there everybody wasn't kings and queens like there was some carpenters too there were some there were, right like and, and, and then making what's our own so with all that in mind like it's great it's great to like know that you come from something greater that's very important but as you get in your ass kicked you can't say well but muhammad ali was my uncle nigga you can't fight like shit now you know what i'm saying you getting your ass whooped and you bragging about muhammad ali being your great uncle that don't mean anything bro like straight up it's like what are we going to do to make ourselves great today i actually love i read it a few times but just you reading it like that, I was like, man, that's actually strong. strong. So I just, I just want to say that I, that I feel it. <laughs> I, I feel that like, like a mug. And I know for me, that was kind of like my, my whole transition. You know, once I first found out what quote unquote consciousness is, I did all the research and read, read everything from Joseph and Yakinin, found, found the God, Dr. Amos Wilson. And I was like, okay, I understand now. Then I started looking like, oh, all right. Why are we still doing this same stuff that we was doing from the 60s and putting it into today thinking that it's going to work? So then it was like, okay, B-A-I-O. Bam. Just like that. Go ahead and cook. Mm. Man, bro. <laughs> yes, sir. I, I, I totally... Anyway, like, you really on fire tonight. <laughs> like, I, I love hearing... I love hearing you speak and, and, and you give from your heart. Um... The nationhood mantra, man. This is to me. This is powerful, also, because I think that what's what's most important to me is reject what is useless. And to me, what is useless is the stuff we're gonna fight over. That's what's useless. So, when you're researching the past and you find the reason why those niggas over there that you didn't like was wrong all this time, that's useless. <laughs> that's useless. When you're researching and you find you know, we did the first this and we did the first that. That is useful someplace else. It's not useful here. You know what I'm saying? So therefore, there's a lot of different things in our past that you would look at as useless. It's not useful now, but it will be useful when we change our context. Understand, like my, my teacher used to say this to me all the time when I was younger, my teacher that passed, um, my first minister, he said, you guys listen to certain ministers and preachers or whatever, because um, you just want something meaningful. He said, I listen to something I could use to build. 
And that really affected me because mm-hmm. I was like, damn, I was like, you're right. Like, you know, cause I'm not going to mention the name, but I was a part of an organization and the head of it was very charismatic. He's like in his eighties now. And, you know, we all would listen to him and we would swoon. And after a while I realized, I said, you know what? I said, my teacher, cause my teacher was always blaspheming, always. <laughs> and he was like, yo, you guys are listening just to be in the choir. I don't listen to the, because of that. I listen for something I could use because I'm a builder. That's the same way we have to look at nationhood. Listen, by all means, you should study Kemet. You should study um, all of our past African civilizations that actually did something and were great. But you should study for something to use. And if you're not studying something to use, that's useless. And that's not part of the nationhood mantra. There's a difference between us being researchers in some damn library and us being nation builders. And what I think happened during the conscious community and the end of it is if you guys um, kind of might agree, that got muddled. It got muddled. It got, you got confused with the, the library egghead researchers and the people that was actually doing. And the people in the libraries were being exalted as if they was actually doing something. You know what I'm saying? And so, you know, now mind you, that does not mean that we don't need researchers, but what it does mean is it's kind of a biblical thing where they say, you know what I'm saying? Put down the sword and pick up the shovel. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? At some point, you got to pick up the shovel and start, di- and start digging in order to build your foundation. So for me, that's why this nationhood mantra is near and dear to me, because I'm not against any information that we can use. The whole health movement, where we began to understand alkaline water and all that other stuff, a lot of that stuff is useful. I think that honestly, if you if 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 y'all if we really want to be real, it is the conscious movement that just pretty much changed the world's eating habits. I really feel that way because only a yeah. few people were living healthy, and then that conscious wave came over. Everybody started talking, and there wasn't nobody talking no alkaline shit in the eighties and the nineties. We didn't know nothing about that. When you talked about alkaline. It was a Duracell battery. You know what I mean? <laughs> so then when the conscious community came about and started talking about these kind of things and talking about food being electric and all that other stuff, that started electrifying people, really galvanizing people. Like, okay, maybe now we should think about eating better. Now, to be fair, of course, you had How to Eat to Live and, and various other programs. I think that the conscious community took eating healthy and living healthy global, really did. And now you see people of all races and colors doing that. That's the part that was useful. But then, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's other parts of it that people use to shame other people. Well, if you're not eating raw vegetables, you ain't shit. That's not usable. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. So, so therefore, we have to really be very careful, even with the information that we, we, we study, what is useful, what's not useful, as far as, like, what can be used to uplift and what, what you know, what can be used to put down, I think. Right. And I just want to add that um, the go to the dictionary and learn what epistemology means. Um, I, I suggest everybody do that, whether you're a BAIO member or you're a person just listening to the live stream, because what we have to understand is that. All right. Let's say I'll use as an example technology. How does the European use technology? And how do we use technology? Mm. The technology is sort of like, like people always say, oh, well, you know, you have this gun, right? Now, the gun could be used to go into a school and kill children. 
or the gun can be used to protect your house mm. what's the important thing is it the gun that's the issue or the person that's using it what are they using it for technology is not evil you would mm-hmm. think it is because the European uses it in an evil way. We don't right. use it in an evil way. Hmm. So what we have to learn, that's what they say, add what is specifically our own. Just because you have technology, because I know there's a lot of people in the, in the so-called conscious community that are anti-technology. They act like technology itself oh, yeah. is a bad thing. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. Like we're living in a modern world. Sorry. And unless you can compete on the world stage with your um, technology, you're going to get run over. Yep. You're going to be at the yes. bottom of the worldwide society. I think mm-hmm. and I believe that we will be number one. I'm on some Wakanda shit. Indeed. Indeed. We, we With technology in our hands and our control of our own environment, I believe we will be the number one nation on the planet Earth. Indeed. And you know what? <clears throat> you, you know how you know it's, it's 100% is because the way we give our message out, we attract the right people. Right. And, and we both knew that years ago. It's like we knew that we was on the right track when th- these kind of people started showing up. Technology people, people who were nerds, people who were into science when they were younger. That's who we attract from all walks of life. So we definitely will. In, in contrast to us you know, basically getting by the message that's divisive or just basically focus on, man, listen, I don't know. <laughs> Go ahead, bro. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, that's pretty much it. 